0: Uh, we start these normally. Bottom. We, oh, is it still a welcome to How Do You Engineer?
1: Mm. I don't know.
0: No?
2: <laughs> no. How have we been doing this for 40 episodes? <laughs> no, I, I think we just...
3: We don't. No, we don't welcome it. Do, do we not? I don't.
2: <laughs> I think <laughs> do we do did. We? I think I used to introduce every episode for the longest time.
3: Yeah, well, maybe you should and have. And then I stopped
0: said. because I was bored and people... In my head, laughed at me. Okay, well, like just in your head, be yeah. I was gonna say if if you'd rather, I could laugh at you to your face
2: out loud. Well, I mean, I could be like,
0: "Welcome, to I just, it's just, I don't know.
2: You know, I'm, you, I'm, you I'm, getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting tired of the voice. Too. Are, you,
0: are you? Are you? You're getting burnt
2: out on the the radio voice. I feel like I want to do something more casual. I just want to be like, "Hey." <laughs> 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 Welcome to How Do You Engineer. All Please right. with the let's, hand movements. Let's rap about engineering. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna sit on my chair backwards. What up? I'm gonna homes? <laughs> drop some knowledge.
3: This is awful.
0: These chairs would be so hard to sit backwards into. <laughs> okay, hold on.
3: Are you trying? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Ah, Oh, there we go. Oh, All you, right. You went under the armrest. I was going to go over the armrest. No, you'd
3: have to go under. That
2: would hurt so much. This is actually really uncomfortable. Put your, no, you, good put, good your, you put your out. legs like on the backrest, and then you're just like riding it, and then you fall over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: See, this sort of video would come in handy.
0: <laughs> Nobody said they wanted video. Faya's did. Ow. <laughs> They didn't no, know you were going to do working. this.
3: See, no, Simon's stuck in
0: the chair. L-
2: let me see if I can figure out how to <laughs> do you need help? How to Facebook live. How do you Facebook live?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. If you're just going to take a picture. Ow. Um, events, that was no way <laughs> awkward. Uh, uh, if you want something funny about sitting in chairs... Um, there is a great compilation video of all the time that Riker from Star Trek gets into a chair by stepping over the back of it. Oh my God. Yeah. It's all fantastic. Right. I've seen that. I've not seen that. It, it's, 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 it's not weird until you watch it over and over and over again. You're like, why does he keep doing that?
3: <laughs> There's gotta be a better way. I know.
0: <laughs> now what I'm slightly out of breath from trying to get <laughs> <in> the chair.
3: <laughs> You're too young for that, Simon.
0: I know. I, I'm not in that bad shape. What do you, Pete? Stop doing whatever you're doing. We need to make a podcast. I'm learning. I'm hungry. I feel like that would be a good way to start the podcast. Just learning. learning. Pete, stop doing whatever you're doing. We need to make a podcast. Hold on.
2: I'm almost there. There we go. What's on your mind? Huh? Live. Hey,
0: we're live. Why? I don't want to be live. Now, now I'm now no. I'm suddenly nervous.
2: Okay, I will deny that we. <laughs> I will deny my phone access to my camera. <laughs> there, we're not live anymore. We were live for all five seconds. It made it weird. Well it's only on my Facebook. You can't do it from How Do You Engineer. What?
0: Hmm. What?
2: Because what if
0: what if How Do You Engineer has something on its mind? It, it doesn't.
2: It does. And what's on its mind is <laughs> Pet peeves and feisty friends. No <laughs> <what>? feisty? Feisty? <laughs> friends? What? No.
0: Familiar foibles? I don't know what was the (laughs)
3: foibles.
0: (laughs) That one's so much better. It has to be familiar foibles.
3: (laughs) No, that doesn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) I don't care.
2: Fantastic, fantastic functions. (laughs) Pet peeves and and Uh, familiar functions. Familiar functions. Familiar.
0: No. Fantastic familiars.
3: You're talking about things that you like, right?
0: Peculiar perks. Ooh, perks is excellent. Pet peeves and pet peeves and. Particular, particular perks. I like it.
2: Okay.
3: Particular, per- perks. something about perks.
0: I like perks. I like perks too. I like perks. Yeah. Um,
3: Peppy perks.
0: Ah, uh, this, this 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 one ran on a sandbank real I like, fast. I like particular perks.
3: Particular perks
1: works.
0: Okay. So now that we've come up with a catchy name for it, yep. Pete, Pete, me. Tell us what you were thinking. Oh God. Well, um, not like okay. <laughs> what What is this episode about? Yeah. Well, <coughs> What what is on
2: how do you engineer's mind today? Oh man, this is an episode that is a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and will be for many others. So, okay. So basically what I was thinking off the top of my head when we had nothing to record this week because we've done 40 episodes and recording 40 episodes is hard um <laughs> was to talk about the the aspects of engineering's engineering's God damn it! <laughs> um, the aspects of probably engineering design more than anything um, that gets into cute consumer products and things like that that are particular pet peeves to engineers So things that like piss off engineers when they see them in engineering or in day to day life uh, that may or may not bother others outside of the industry, and then also the tiny perks or. Familiar friends that <laughs> are encountered by engineers that give them internal glee. Things that you look at and you're just like, because I'm an engineer, that makes me very happy.
0: Mm. So
3: like the opposite of a pet peeve.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So things that things that annoy you more than they really should yep. because you're an engineer and things that you are... Make you rationally happy. They make you happy more than any regular person would because you're yep. an engineer. A okay. perfect
2: example of a collection of... Things that make you you're rationally happy because you have an engineering mindset are Gord's Facebook timeline, which is just full of like little things that he enjoys that he posts, like manufacturing techniques and stuff like that.
0: It's true. Hmm. He, he He's quite fun to watch on, like see things he's posted on Facebook.
2: Everyone should follow Gord on Facebook.
0: Is, can they just follow Gord? They, nope. Yeah, I was gonna say. But they should. We should, can can we like, can we like repost stuff that Gord posts on how do you engineer?
2: Oh hell yeah. Alright. All I can do whatever I we'll, want.
0: We'll do that. <laughs> What's on today's, un- how do you engineers mind today is we enjoy listening to what Gord's doing. <laughs> this is, this is going to be such a train wreck of a 40th episode.
3: <laughs> is this feel, the like, 40th episode? Yeah. Oh.
0: Is it? We keep screwing up the numbers. We keep saving it the files. This is the 41st like... episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. Okay. So basically this episode, we're going to talk about something ostensibly on a topic, but really we're just going to have an episode that we don't have to think
0: too much about because we're tired. Well, that's a lot of these episodes. That's we just, all the episodes. I assume people tune in because they want to listen to us talk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so why don't you start, Pete? All right. Well, I have one that I just uh, encountered today, as is a matter it, of fact. Is it a peeve
2: or a perk? It is a peeve. Okay. Oh, no. Peeve, Pete's peeved. <laughs> 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 um, uh, so this is, in particular, something that has to do with software engineering, and more specifically, uh, website design. And the peeve that I have is that, you know, when you go to a website on your phone and it op- the website opens and you see a menu item or an article or something that you really want to tap on. And as you go to tap on it, the page shifts oh because God. it's loaded an advertisement or some sort of additional content, like an app that they have, they want you to download. And all of a sudden you're tapping on something totally different. Yep. And then you're off on some wild adventure through the internet to look at like <laughs> other people's apps or the about us page or like places yep. that you never want to be at.
0: Especially yep. if you're on like mobile. And so it's eating your like mobile data, yep. Going loading well, the site you didn't even want to see. I have unlimited yep. mobile data, but that's yeah, just because I'm... Awesome. That kind of guy. Not all of us do, and yeah. it's particularly annoying when something eats our mobile data. Okay, here's data another peeve. P-
2: this day and age, why do you not have unlimited mobile data? Like, why? First of all, why do they charge you per amount of data? That's bananas. That costs them nothing. Or per like bandwidth level for cable internet or whatever else you have at home. And then also, why do you have limits? What? Why are there limits?
0: No limits. I assume that's like they. Okay, I there was there was a really interesting um was it one of the free economics books? No, it was something else. Anyway, it was a book that I was reading and it was really interesting because they were talking about the the race to um unlimited inbox space. Yeah. How it used to be like email back in the day, you had like sixty kilobytes of email space mm-hmm. on your server. And if you didn't – like you downloaded your emails to your computer and if you didn't check your email often enough, your server overflowed and everything was horrible. Yep. And then like Yahoo came along and they gave everyone like a gig of internet – like of email space on the internet and everyone was like, this is amazing. And then Google came along and was like, here, have 15 gigs of email space. And all of a sudden Yahoo was like, crud, we need to give everyone 15 gigs of space or they'll all leave. Yeah. And so that was it was an interesting thing that they were trying to figure out how fast they had to add servers for storage based on how fast people are going to start accumulating more and more yeah. data in their email. Yeah. So it, it partially it may just be that they're they're constantly increasing the amount of bandwidth they have.
2: So I have theories. Uh, my first theory is that they want to limit people from tethering their devices and having only their cell phones or smartphones as internet access points period Mm. in their lives. Hmm. Yeah. I can't take credit for this. This was brought up on Vergecast, but basically the idea is that everything interesting Pete says on this podcast is from Vergecast. Not really, but more or less.
1: (laughs) Uh,
2: but yeah, I mean, basically if you have unlimited data at full speed and you have LTE, you don't need home internet. You can just tether your phone and do everything. You can watch Netflix. You can do whatever you need to do. Uh, but the caveat to that is if everyone does that, then they actually have to invest in infrastructure because it's unsustainable at the current level that they have at the moment. I would, I would guess. Hmm. So that would cost them money. Uh, and so they have bandwidth caps even on unlimited plans like mine. Like I have an unlimited plan, but I have a bandwidth cap. So mm. above a certain amount of data, I get throttled. Yeah. It's like fair usage basically. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, but the idea that I have is that they're moving gradually towards more unlimited plans now so that people, but they're charging more for them so that people will start to end up having to pay more money for the same amount of data they've always used with the promise of there being more or faster opportunities in the future Mm -hmm. so they can invest in the infrastructure they need for 5G. Because 5G, they will have radically larger bandwidth caps. Because mm. basically, this was the the pet peeve that was on VergeCast that brought up this, which was, why do they advertise all this stuff that you can do with your phone? All of these, they want you to live on your phone. They want you to do all of these activities on your phone. They want you to use your phone for everything. Yeah. But they give you bandwidth caps, and they have limited battery life. So if phones are really going to be your be-all and end-all computational device in your life, they need longer-lasting, better batteries, and they need unlimited data access. And
0: so I agree with both those statements for you
2: to have the data access at the sheer bandwidth and throughput levels you're going to need for 5G. They have to start ramping now because they can't all of a sudden be like, oh, well, you know, you've got two gig per month on your plan, but now you've got 5G. You're going to use that up in three days. Like it's not going to work. So there's hmm. that. So those are, is, those are my feels and thoughts.
0: So are we expanding the the, the topic of the <laughs> of the episode already from what the pet peeve to what's your pet peeve and how might it be solved or why is no, it? No, why thing? do you
2: think why do you think they do it that way? Like, what's your pet peeve? and what, but, but if you were to think about the person who did it, what might have been on their mind? So let, let's let's think about that XKCD comic with the traffic engineer where the guy is sitting in at the traffic light yelling at the traffic light for being stupid oh yeah and, the and traffic like, peers. Appears on his appears <laughs> it's just like do you realize i did three months of modeling to design this traffic
0: light oh oh that's that was um the oh, the thing i was talking about earlier today with uh with andrew with um there's a game i think it's called uh, a better subway yeah yeah and uh I, i'll find it out and put a link into it but it's a game that they created online where you can use they give you the map of new york and they're like You think it's so easy to make a great subway system. Why don't you try? And then they basically say like you, you lay out a whole new, like you can build it from the ground up. It doesn't have to vaguely resemble the current subway system. Mm -hmm. And then you create a whole subway system and then the program calculates based on the amount of track you have and the number of trains you're going to need, how much the operating costs for your system are. And then based on census data and ridership data from the current subway system, it estimates how many riders you will have on your system and how long it will take people to get places. And then it calculates what your fee would have to be per user. And so you can see whether you actually create a better system than what's there. And so it'd be, it'd be interesting to like try that out. Hopefully it would put people, give people perspective for how like difficult it is to try to balance like cost of lines and stuff like that. Traffic mm-hmm. lights
2: are crazy and like transit systems, yes, traffic yeah. lights, but traffic lights you see every day, whether or not you necessarily commute using transit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like mind blowingly complicated
0: they they're they're they are both mind-blowingly complicated but also it's interesting having seen like I know people who work in traffic engineering and there are I do lo- too. and there are a lot of systems traffic points that have just not been reviewed in forever as well mm-hmm. so some of them are genuinely broken and it's just like you have to a lot of municipalities somebody enough people have to actually like complain to the government to be like okay this intersection is terrible yeah and then it takes like 6 months cuz i got to send a bunch of university co-ops out to go sit in lawn chairs and count cars and stuff i've like done that. that yeah
2: we need to do an episode on traffic engineering yeah i sat in tim hortons
0: <laughs> for a day and counted counted kind of wow yeah it's it's uh i actually worked at the uh, at Pearson Airport doing, uh, groundside transportation al- analysis. And it, it was a very similar thing where it's like, okay, we need to do a best guess for who's going where and how mm. many do what. And-
2: I discovered that reading a book 35 seconds at a time is difficult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or was it 30?
2: It may have been longer. It may have been two minutes, but basically you would, I'd read for two minutes, and then stand up and count cars and I'd
0: sit down and read for two minutes and stand mm. up and count cars. Yeah. No, that it's not, it's not a fun job. Doesn't but sound fun. it's not the worst. No it's i've had
2: worse jobs uh but yeah that
0: that is i mean those kinds of things like lights that seem to especially when you get into a traffic when you get into traffic which is where you've got where, where the, like your traffic flow has been optimized for a different direction uh if you're going across the major traffic flow it mm-hmm. really messes with you because they don't optimize for they don't
3: care about you no exactly no.
0: they're they're trying to optimize to clear out like very specific choke yeah. points yeah so especially if you're going across the major routes it tends to really mess mm-hmm. up your mm-hmm. uh commute so anyway we've detoured very far off of really the highway far. of our episode but is that true there's I have one more point tra- traffic is a pet peeve yeah. and my last d- point okay no no go on i'm, I'm just sorry. saying it, it 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 does apply because traffic is a pet peeve and yeah. knowing how traffic is optimized it's increasingly like even more frustrating because i'm aware of how it could be done better despite the mm. fact like I, i'm frustrated with the fact that it's not optimized for me it's yeah. optimized for somebody else and i hate that person uh, Ah,
3: yeah. okay so simon's <laughs> it, a jerk but that is
2: <laughs> that is the so that just circle back around with i have one last point which is that I got into the field that I used for my master's thesis, which was neurofuzzy because in undergrad, I designed a neurofuzzy traffic controller for two, for an intersection. Uh, that was fun times. Cool. But the, the circle back around part of my statement is that, uh, so that is the, that's a sentiment I think we should have for the pet peeves is that we, these annoy me, but I can probably put myself into the shoes of the engineer that did this and see their point. Cause okay. most of the stuff is, I think for me is going to be like, I hate it when this thing is done this way because it's annoying, but at the same time, if you look at the perspective of the person who designed it, it's going to be like, but they have cost limitations.
0: Okay. Then I have one that really fits into that. Go. I absolutely hate mixed metric and imperial systems. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. like, especially we, ha- we, I've, I've run into so many products that have mixtures of like, it's got three sixteen screws in one place and like M threes next to them for different parts or actually. Okay. There are are two different pet peeves. One is when you have an industry that is like automotive that is so entrenched in one standard Mm -hmm. that it's completely impossible for there ever to be a single standard. Like, it, or like it's not impossible, but like it's going to be like the length of our lifetimes before the auto industry could possibly shift entirely to one or the other, either metric or SAE. And so that's that P that annoys me because then you have to have two sets of tools for freaking everything. But it's it particularly annoys me when a single product has fasteners from both metric and imperial systems.
3: That just seems lazy.
0: Like, oh, it drives me nuts, and and the, I mean I can see there are reasons why. I mean the 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 product I'm thinking of it was pri- like primarily done in one standard, but then they're like they were using an off the shelf part that had like pre drilled holes and pre tapped oh. holes for a metric connector. And at that point, like, I can understand why they did it, and and the same thing happens with like with uh, with automotive. Like I would love it if everyone would go to metric because everything else is in metric. So your fasteners might as well be metric, Mm -hmm. but the automotive industry has a huge amount of tooling. That's all it's, it's all, all SAE tooling. So you're never like, you're probably never going to, you'll get like one or two little like boutique car manufacturers, places in Europe that they'll make, they'll have a car that's all metric. Yeah. But at least in North America, uh it's all going to be SAE cuz that's everything that they all the companies own all of their machines they're all in in metrics. so or sorry in SAE so they're they're not going to move over
2: as an adjacent pet peeve what about companies that use annoying Fasteners to prevent you from being able to open or manipulate your own product, like oh. Torx, like Torx head.
0: No, I, I had to, had to pull, I had to buy like a that. stupid triangular screwdriver because I wanted to open up a Nintendo, I wanted to open up Game Boy.
2: No, no, you have to phrase it. You wanted to open up a product that you owned that you had bought.
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I, my property, and I wanted to get to, <laughs> I wanted to get onto the inside of my property and I needed a weird freaking triangle screwdriver it's to do it. Same with Xbox. If you wanted to mod your Xbox, you had to buy a specific tool to open it uh, yes that's really annoying and particularly annoying because you know i happen to know that they had to pay extra for those fasteners like they'd increased the, the cost of goods yep. which means you paid more for that product because they needed to pay more for the screws to make your life more annoying oh mm-hmm. yeah
3: but i mean is there also the flip side of that is that we also know as engineers that sometimes you have to design things for people that are just going to break shit
2: I guess you want to stop people from opening up their product, breaking exactly. it and then putting it back together and giving it back to you and being like, it's broken. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: see, but they there, they the solution is things like I, there's a better one the ones I enjoy. The stickers are the ones like, yeah, things like stickers yeah. where it's like, it doesn't stop you, but it makes it clear that it's like, okay, you, it, you're taking it on yourself at this point. All right. The ones that make you, I do enjoy though, is I, I, like it's, it's a pet peeve for some people, but I find strange joy in it is when they hide one screw. And yeah. Yeah. Like, and, uh, and, and it's like yeah. it's like a little hunt. Yeah. And there's there's a strange sense of like accomplishment. And you're like, ah, I figured it out. It <laughs> was you there
2: get it like half open, and there's a part that's sticking. And you're like, what are you sticking with? <laughs> yeah. And then you like lift up like one of the feet, and you're like, oh, oh you sneaky,
0: <laughs> yeah. It was, no, it was the one was the uh, the the webcam that uh, Andrew was trying to take apart the other day. That they had a piece of plastic. They had the foot and the foot came off and underneath it was another sticker that was the same color as the plastic underneath it that covered it up so you thought you'd be like you pulled the foot off and you're like oh there's nothing under there oh my and then there was God. actually another sticker under it, and they're like oh it's gold when he found that i was like oh that's sneaky
2: <laughs> i used to take apart laptops a lot and they do that a lot with laptops they'll put screws like inside the battery bay underneath the battery under the li- like the warning label behind or a little yeah. like
0: overhang lip or something yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay that that this is good because this is, this is a move into the like the 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 peculiar perks or whatever like it's it would be a pet peeve except for like I I have to like respect like the guy who figured out where to put that just to make it difficult to figure yeah. out you
2: gotta want it <laughs> yeah you gotta go on YouTube and find it
1: oh my gosh
2: uh, that's that
0: that is um. That is an interesting one. Okay. So
2: I also respect the ones where like a lot of cell phones do this. You can open it and it's easy to open, but as you're doing it, you feel like you're going to break something. Oh yeah. Like a lot of phones, especially cell my my, phones, my old yeah. phone, you could just take the back off. But as you were taking it off, it makes a noise yep. that <laughs> like, leads you to believe you've just broken your yeah, phone. I'm
3: not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: when actually it's just the snaps that are releasing, but it sounds like you just cracked your phone in half.
0: Mm. Yeah. No, those are... That, that that is that is actually another another kind of pet peeve of mine is things like phones that there is a way you could put them together so that they'd be easy to open up but instead they use like the ones that snap on the insides so you got to like get a knife in at an angle and then like try to like lever the little plastic fingery thing off like there's some of them that are designed yeah. to not pop apart they're yeah. actually like a like a hook mm-hmm. inside and, and you're looking at that and going, could you not have used one that would pop apart more easily? But then I mean, again, to act as the engineering
2: advocate, what I had a thing I was going to say, yes, episode on track, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Waterproofing. People want to have waterproof phones
0: and dust, dustproof phones. Okay. Well that's, yeah, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Mm-hmm. But I that, do, like I, that,
2: That is increasingly something that people want is to have a waterproof foam and if for you to be able to open that and take the battery out and stuff like that is not straightforward
0: mm-hmm. okay let's have another side of the let's have a, a positive a positive all right abby you should start uh <laughs> not to put you on the spot yeah actually do, do you have pete do you, and i have both, yeah, had, we, had we, peeve. We both had peeves do you have a peeve do you have a peeve and give us some time to think you about something to you like?
3: i don't know if i have any peeves necessarily that are like <laughs> engineering related per se like things that only engineers no no i mean like if we're if we're going on the topic of as Mm. an engineer i find this irritating i don't know if i would have any
0: not even like interface design things recently
3: actually that's true
0: (laughs) (laughs) abby's been working on interface design things and i see her shake her head at like things she looks at a lot
3: yeah yeah well i mean interfaces that aren't intuitive are frustrating
0: but is there a specific way in which things are not intuitive you're like oh why do people keep making the same mistake
3: i don't know if it's necessarily something in particular but it's like i i have a degree and if i can't figure out your website like that's problematic
0: i <laughs> i do find i find thing people who don't interfaces that don't use generally accepted norms tick mm, me off yeah uh like yeah. like you you look at something and you you have like the what was it, the, like the hamburger Yes. Like yep. it, anywhere, if you have a website and where 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 you have three horizontal lines one above each other, it'd better open a menu when I click on it. Yeah. If it does anything else, I will be so mad. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But so, but it's it's particularly like knowing that that is a norm and that you should be designing to that. It That's makes true. it particularly annoying when things don't do that. I have yeah. an adjacent
2: one, which is when I know I know this is a thing that used to be done. Because it was difficult to design apps, especially if you only had web developers. So this was an established way to do things, but it drives me crazy when apps are web views and they've designed the web view to look like it's a native app, but only for one platform. Mm-hmm. So like you open the app on your Android phone and it looks like an iOS app because it's a web view of a website. It's styled to look like an iOS app. It drives me crazy. Mm. And I just dropped the F bomb on our podcast, (laughs) (laughs) especially because they can't scale that over time. So it looks like iOS from three years ago. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even look like a modern iOS app. Mm. So it's
3: just don't bother.
0: Yeah. Okay. So flip side, I, my complaint was that there's not no standardization between with fasteners, but things that make me, Like, strangely happy are things that are done to a standard. Like, I really, really enjoy... I I love ASCII. I I absolutely love ASCII codes.
3: (laughs) That was just the nerdiest thing.
0: I... It, it, I just love uh, ASCII. Okay. I, ha- I have, I have a very, very specific appreciation for any standard that does get managed to get global adoption. Yeah. So the fact that it, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you're going to find like at least English language data is, is encoded, like the text is encoded in ASCII. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to know at a glance when you look at like hex data. You can say, okay, no, this is a whole bunch of like 39, like 30, whatever in the range of 30 to 40, that's text. I can decode that. And so like that, the, the bite, like bite size data blocks that are, that convert consistently around the world to a particular kind of data, I find very, very like satisfying because it be, just because I have an appreciation for how difficult it is to try to get the entire world to agree on a standard like that's that.
3: That's true. Yep. Um I can appreciate that.
0: I mean, actually, if we're going to go beyond that, like things like IP and and anything like that runs the internet, the fact that we managed to make a global network that allows you to push data anywhere you want in the world, that I have a crazy appreciation for it. Yeah. That I like, I I think a lot of people don't have enough of appreciation for how crazy that is. Well,
3: because they don't understand.
0: I have an adjacent,
2: uh, thrill. Let's call it (laughs) perk, friend, thrill, whatever. I'm confused. Thing that makes you happy. (laughs) Yep. And for me, it is, this is uh, to a certain extent stolen from Pat Rothfuss, people that are really deep nerds on a particular topic, like not not even related necessarily to what they do for a living. Like part of this comes into like open source where there are a lot of developers that on their own time as hobbyists maintain parts of open source code that they just take a a liking to or they makes them happy. And they could be like super nuanced elements of like MP3 encoding or super deep dive parts of like how parts of the internet work or things like that. But there's also like those guys that are – it's basically the ham radio operators of the modern world Mm. where it's like they invest all of their time and energy in super specific deep dark parts of engineering that's like where they live and they just are really taken by them. I think Mm -hmm. that's cool. I think it's cool when you just double down on something. All right. Simon and I have been talking a lot about – UTF encoding, and I'm sure there are people out there that are just like, <laughs> they are deep in the bowels of like character
0: encoding. Yeah, the character, just data encoding in general. I, I enjoy, I, I, fi- I find the process of encoding data very interesting, and so anytime when you can get something like that kind of a system encoding working consistently around the world, it's pretty amazing. I mean, UTF and Unicode and all that, they're kind of maybe, maybe standards. that's mm-hmm. not 100% sure whether they're actually standards.
2: But it's, it's guys like the Australian you we were talking about in one episode who developed that new type of transmission system. And he was just like a plumber. He's just like, I want to build transmissions and spent like 20 years developing it. Just wow. people who are excited about yeah, things. Just excited about engineering stuff and they go way deep on particular aspects of it. That's mm-hmm. interesting.
0: That, that was not really within the scope of what we I originally thought was going to be the like... I'm going to call them warm fuzzies. These are warm fuzzies. We had a whole bunch of cold pricklies and now I got a warm fuzzy. Oh. This gives me a warm fuzzy feeling about engineering.
1: That's cute.
0: <laughs> I have a bunch
2: of weird ones for warm fuzzies that I'll just drop out there at this point. All right. Um, I like, so these are things that I like in products, like product design.
0: Wait, wait, hold on. I think we need to spread these out. We need to like okay. intersperse them okay. with things that are so annoying. Here's,
2: here's a, here's a warm fuzzy with heat. Yeah. All right. An industrial design warm fuzzy. Okay. I like things that have And this is a very difficult thing to describe But I was thinking about how I would describe it, and I think I'm just going to have to use examples for everyone. So the back of the black Nexus 5 phone, it had a particular material that was used, and it was like sticky mm-hmm. but but not sticky and it was rubber but not rubber it was a plastic that was sort of rubberized I know what you're I, talking I, about. i like materials that i think i like products it had where... a high coefficient of friction but yeah. it didn't actually stick if you like yeah. pulled your finger away i like from products it. that use on part of their shell that type of material they use it sometimes in cars for like knobs and things like that they use it sometimes on the bottom of products like the apple tv and stuff like that i like that
0: oh man have fun. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> all right. It's, yeah. it, but it's that particular material. It's you, a particular
2: like, type of material that I, I think it's humanistically appealing for some reason. I, like I, you, right. you, you touch it and you're just like, this is nice. It feels nice.
0: I, I have one kind of, again, sort of adjacent to that, which is I enjoy when mechanical design takes into account what people are going and actually this applies to, to interface design as well takes into account the things that we were saying were annoying when they don't do them is like the what people expect things to do i look mm-hmm. at i look at like a knob or I look at a surface and i see like a textured part that is like is going to give me some grip and i know that's somewhere i'm supposed to like either like push or pull or yeah. it's going to be an yeah. inter- interaction point mm-hmm. that kind of like that kind of information encoded in the physical design of things is really really part cool. of it is like
2: like the satisfying thunk of a good knob this is a John Syracuse thing, but like a good knob, when you turn it, it goes like thunk. Like mm. that's, that's, you're just like, ah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Or like that was one of my favorite things about owning a Volkswagen was the sound the doors made. And, yeah. it, was, and it was an advertising point of theirs was like oh, the yeah. satisfying thunk that Volkswagen car doors make. Yeah. I think I said previously, there, there are
2: butt feel engineers that work at automotive companies. <laughs> There's, there, they, yeah. everything is done to a particular purpose. And that's, it, when it works, it's, is innately satisfying.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there, and there is, there is an extra, like, satisfaction to be taken in that, in seeing that, like, not only being satisfied with using something, but also realizing that somebody took the time to make that, that satisfying. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I think um, that,
2: to me, that material is the anti-aluminum. Cause a lot of material design nowadays, especially at Apple. All and, like brushed aluminum. Company, yeah, like my phone is brushed aluminum now. Everything is, like, brushed, cold. It's kind of slippery, unfriendly un- anu- aluminum, and this is not like warm, slightly sticky, like <laughs> oh, material. Not- it's so much grosser when you describe it as slightly sticky, though. <laughs> War- warm, um, textural uh, sensations. Okay, that. uh okay. I don't know. It's like, just please don't describe it as sticky. <laughs> okay, that's just an inherently gross
0: descriptor. <laughs> Frick- frictionful. Uh, okay. Yes, it has it has a high mu. <laughs>
1: Yes.
3: Oh man. It's um, it's
0: Mewy. Yeah, Mewy. <laughs> I like that. I, I can deal with that. Mewy? It's not sticky. Like it, it, if you put your hand on it, it doesn't slide across it. But when you lift your hand off, it doesn't like try to hold it there.
2: Sorry. It fell in I, his chair. I just
0: I just accidentally lowered my chair too low. <laughs> okay. Um What time are we at? Uh 33 minutes. We okay. got time. Okay. Good job breaking the fourth
2: wall there are no walls we talked for a long time at the beginning about nothing that we may or may not leave in
1: yeah i was just
3: curious (laughs) the way this is going Um, probably we'll leave it i'm editing the up so i can cut this all out okay i can cut everything out all the content
2: (laughs) i am your god
0: (laughs) i can make i can cut simon out of the whole podcast (laughs) um there's one that that is interesting that you uh displease abby oh god okay it's interesting this is a complex one you brought it up when you're talking earlier today about things having weight um, yeah. they, this is this is a complex one for me because i I do really enjoy the feel of things that have weight like products that are they feel like solid mm-hmm. but it annoys me disproportionately when something is designed purely to have weight like they add weight to the bottom of it to like create that effect yeah like once I realize it's not because it's there, it's like, it's an artificial it's simulated. Yeah. That, that I feel betrayed. I feel yeah. betrayed by like that. They lied to you. Yeah. No, it bothers me a lot. Interesting. It's interesting
2: that weight is associated with texture as well. Like I, this is something that I, I'm going to combine both of our thoughts because often when you look at car review shows or they talk about car reviews, they talk about build quality mm-hmm. and like the, the build quality of the interior. Yeah. How well that's things fit together, how, how, how things, things line feel up when yeah. you like hold them and rub them. And a lot of what they used to do on Top Gear, which is probably a classic thing, is that you would just tap the plastics, Mm. and that the plastics have a nice, satisfying, like honk. Like they, (laughs) they, they, you associate that almost with a mass, right? Like, like if something has like a, a sort of a plasticky, like association in your brain with something light, yeah. Or a thick, heavy association within your brain is something heavy. yeah, it doesn't light. have to be light or heavy. You feel like it is because of
0: how it feels when you tap it or when yeah, you rub it. yeah yeah, no there, there's something there's something too it's interesting because we, we have this weird kind of dichotomy where we want things to be we want things to be light and transportable, but we want them to have heft. We want them to have solidity we want, yeah. like and,
3: they want we want them to be substantial like we paid for something yeah as
0: opposed to th- things that are things that are made out of like carbon fiber and weigh nothing. I appreciate what they're going for, but I always feel they yeah, they feel insubstantial and yeah. so I yeah. don't like them. But uh but at the same time I don't want my laptop to weigh like fourteen pounds for the sake of weighing fourteen pounds. Yeah. I want it to weigh fourteen pounds because it's like a solid it's gonna last forever kind mm-hmm. of construction. It's yeah. true.
2: The MacBook I use for work is probably the same weight as the Chromebook I just bought and that but that one is made entirely of plastic and I don't care because it was like a tenth of the price.
0: Yeah. And, but you're not – yeah, you're not looking for like a solidity. You're not looking for like – like there, there's something very satisfying in the heft of things that are massive because they need to be.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: A, like a good wrench or something. This cable. That's why I took a photo of it. That cable is like – This audio that cable? Makes, that cable makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Just because it's really,
2: really like – hefty but it's the it, again it's that material oh yeah cable no, you're right feel. it does have that same feel and on the outside it. it looks like it's thicker than it needs to be mm-hmm. the fasteners are like nicely designed they have nice uh what is the springs called like the, oh, the like, of it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: um strain relief Strain relief yeah like yeah. It, it just looks like it was made as, as opposed to, as opposed to the little, like little like thin rubber rubber coated yeah those like, look like those could there. just
3: snap whereas that one looks like it'll last us for a long time like
2: that one like it's just it just looks you look at it you're just like that is a good a, a good, good cable. cable yeah, yeah. It's good stuff
0: okay no I, it's true i like that then there, there is something to be like once once you've had to make a design decision like that of like okay i'm gonna what what, what are we gonna put as like our outer surface or like yeah. how are we gonna design the case um like going from the okay this is gonna be out of context for most listeners but we had a we had a product that like it used to it used to be a formed metal housing that met in a seam yeah and then they found a way to get rid of that seam they put it in a corner and like welded it and like the as soon as they got rid of that seam it was like oh yeah that's such a nicer product yeah and it's are right, you it, gonna mention what we called it <laughs> <laughs> i no. guess you already swore on them. yeah
2: but, well people can imagine it was it was a seam that that bent in together at the back of the product
0: yeah right right in the middle of the rear there was a nice crevice in our, in the product.
2: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> so yeah, when they got rid of that seam, it, it was a minor thing, but it made such a difference to like, I, I really appreciated that getting yeah. rid of that seam. It was very satisfying. It makes a
2: difference. And it's weird to me just thinking about it, that we transitioned from mostly metal based manufacturing to plastics mm-hmm. somewhere around the middle of the last century in
0: terms of like just general indu- like yeah, industrial like, like, production, like high, high you, you mean high, you mean we as high in like high volume plastic
2: m- injection moldings manufacturing.
0: You're talking we as in the human race, not we as in like the company where we work.
2: Yeah, no, not we as in me myself. Okay, but we as in like yeah, humanity. we we
0: as in mankind. <laughs> yes. Okay,
2: and so for a while, especially in the. 70s plastics were really big. Well, there was like the 60s, or
0: like or 50s and 60s was bakelite, and
2: when they were like, yeah. you can
0: make so many. Everything's gonna be made out of plastic yeah. in the future. Mm. There was yeah. there was the
2: style I was trying to remember, which is why I paused there. The the, 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 the they make hotels in, in in Miami like this. It's that art deco. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Everything in in like the 70s was yeah bakelite and plastic and art deco style, and it all looked cool and I think modern. It's not the it 70s. It looked modern. You transition from things being made, of uh, like being made either out of wood or by metal by hand by a man at a milling machine or a lathe, mm-hmm. to plastic, which just seemed modern and cool and interesting. And then we've now gone back, where now plastic things inherently are like, oh, it's made of plastic. This is a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. But then if it's made out of machined aluminum, like a MacBook, you're just like, Ooh, oh man, people aluminum. pay so much. People pay yeah. so much money
0: for wood now. Used to be you made stuff out of wood because yeah. you had nothing else to make it out of. And now yeah. something's made out of wood and you're like, "Oh, man." Yeah, like it's it's going
2: back to manufacturing techniques that involve a dude at a machine that are like, "This is the quality stuff right here." Yeah. Yeah, the- yeah
3: you it, when as soon as it's man-made, it just it it seems more real, substantial. Yeah.
0: You yeah, want to pay more. Yeah. yeah. Just because I think that we might actually get feedback on this. The art deco movement was in like the thirties, not the seventies. All right. Well, that's just how yeah, I, that roll. didn't sound right to me. <laughs> no. but it was, it was that I, there, 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 have been several such things where you have like that you want to have the shapes of the future kind of thing where yeah. it's, it's like, this is the, the way the future is going to be. And then it never is and that, and people who don't keep up with that are actually that's another that is a, okay that's another pet peeve is companies that keep making things that are futuristic even after we get to the future and that's now retro futuristic but not retro enough to be cool it's just kind of sad but sometimes Aww. that's their
2: thing like my my example of that is always the IBM thinkpads like for for they made the same laptop for 15 20 years Okay. And, but
0: like if, okay, if, if, if Apple had kept making like, you know, the old, the old MacBooks, the ones that were like almost a circle and yeah. they were like, <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. and and
0: like those, everyone was like, Ooh, it's the new like shape of computer. If they kept making that until now, it would just be sad. Would it? I yeah. Guess so. It would just be like, okay, we're, we've, we've arrived at the future. Let's, let's, let's make something new. But like, I mean, it's pretty obvious that the
2: next generation is going to be glass. Everything's going to be made of glass. Obvious? Well, not obvious, but I—it's obvious in my brain. Okay. <laughs> I look—I look at the in world, Pete's world, <laughs> and I think, "Huh, glass. It's all glass. Everything in Pete's world is glass. Obviously, right. guys. Um, I would be like, put it this way: I'd be surprised if. No, I wouldn't be surprised. That's a bold ass statement that I can't back up with anything. <laughs> Actually no because all you
0: all you have to do is guarantee that you will be surprised. It doesn't actually have to be in any way probable. <laughs> all right, well will you what, what will you may or may not be surprised? I I, I if?
2: personally will be surprised if phones aren't made entirely of glass. Hmm. Like, like you're
0: etching circuits directly into the glass. No, like the enclosure. would be the awesome. is entirely glass. I would rather that it was actually made out of, like, oh, I want them to be like Star <laughs> Trek, like the isolinear, like the 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 chips that they take in, like yeah. the, like etched glass kind of things. I want that to be, or the thing from Minority uh, Minority Report where he's got the weird like thing he slides into the side of a plate pane of glass that just like carries a picture with it. Oh yeah, that was cool. Those are actually like – now that I think about it, those are both terrible, terrible interfaces. Never mind. I don't well, want to the problem to is <laughs> like, they're they
2: teaching us as a species to interact with technology by touching glass. And we so, are so far off
0: the rails. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: who, who are teaching
2: us
0: they. As, the, as a species? <laughs> the Illuminati.
2: <laughs> the gnomes of Greenwich. No, but like, when <laughs> was the last time – other than trackpads, which are now made of glass, by the way. When was the last time that you – <laughs> interacted with a piece of technology either by a touchscreen or a trackpad or something like that, and it wasn't made of glass.
1: Mm. Uh-oh.
0: Everything, everything that you, Pete's, Pete's got all conspiracy the f- theories. The future Big
2: of the future of UI us. is touch and swipe and interacting with your hand. It's haptics. Yeah, and all of the haptic interfaces that are being developed mostly by Apple and the smartphone manufacturers. But that's where you live, basically, when you interact with technology. Are glass? You touch glass. You play with glass. You feel glass. You are interacting and the the weird thing is that glass
0: has feel too
2: sam's like new samsung phones have a different feel of glass that is actually yeah
0: that that a pet peeve Mm. that's that is another pet peeve is when you have a touch screen but when you touch it 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 has high friction like touch screens need to be low friction yeah otherwise you're just like "Uh, this
2: is way more work than i want to be putting or they have a really weak haptic engine inside so when you like when you tap on things and they give you that vibration, the vibration is like,
1: <sighs>
2: <laughs> just like
0: it's like <laughs> it's the worst vibration. <laughs> yeah, you kind of touched it. Yeah, no, there's there is something satisfying in a really good like like when you know you've, you've interacted with something.
2: Yeah, I we this episode is gonna go really long, but yeah. I, I don't care because I'm having fun.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's only long when it's compared to like we were trying to be a half an hour. We we used to make one hour episodes for everything. That's true. true it's a throwback
3: bonus 40th <laughs> episode
0: The throwback thursday double issue <laughs> it's like an archie comics or something We should
2: have an interlude in the middle so people can go get snacks oh, dun, we should. Dun, 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 even dun, though they're dun, gonna be dun, in their dun, cars dun. it's fine let's all go to the lobby <laughs> let's all go to the lobby <laughs> this all isn't right.
3: gonna be halfway through either <laughs>
2: we reach, need to, we reach d- into the glove box pull we, out your old granola bars we need to edit it so this is at like the 30 minute mark okay okay um so other things that are happier okay so i was talking earlier and there's a reddit channel on this i have been led to believe i was talking earlier about things that are either inadvertently or advertently but if it's intentional better intentional is better um designed to mechanically fit into other sometimes non-related or adjacently related um orifices (laughs) i don't know if that's (laughs) Like spaces. So, so fit, All right. fit together, fit together perfectly. So the example that I used earlier was how you can perfectly put records into milk crates. Yeah. It's like something that was, that was designed and they were like, this has to be a size. Mm-hmm. What is the size that we're going to make it? And ostensibly they thought for a while about what size would work and came to an idea or realization that their product could be used for an adjacent use case and fit perfectly into that use case.
0: Okay. So this is, this is similar to the weight thing because I absolutely love it when you have a product and it's got a secondary use. Cause it's just like, also you can do this. And it was like, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the, like when you have, I don't know. You've got, when they, when they build a bottle opener into your barbecue flipper and it's like, it's just one more hole in the barbecue flipper. And it's like, Hey, that's actually kind of handy. Cause I want to open a beer. But when they build like a bottle opener into like a flip flop or like your belt buckle yeah. or something. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I'm not going to take my belt off to open a beer. And it's like, okay, that was clearly a ploy. Yeah. So I mean, like those it's, sunglasses. On, yeah, it, yeah. It's it, like on the one hand, I, I really enjoy it. I, I guess maybe the burger flipper, I got to think of a good example, but like there's sometimes when it's, when it's, It's an an easy step to the next thing or, and you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. I like that. Versus when you're like, okay, you're very clearly just trying to like jam functionality into something for, to make it seem like it's more useful than it is. An Mm -hmm. example
2: that always makes me happy that is obviously totally unplanned, but it gives me joy is when I get into a car, like a rental car, I'm borrowing somebody's vehicle and I put my phone into like a little cubby. That's like perfectly positioned where I can see my phone when I'm driving. My phone fits perfectly into the cubby mm-hmm. and it holds it at the right angle where I can like see it when I'm driving. And it's just, I don't need to put my phone down in like the seat next to me or something. There's a nice little place yeah. where I can live and be happy. Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's, it, it, it can go either way, but it, yeah, when, when you have something that's just, it, There was one that that I particularly liked. It had to do with just like the sizing of something that it was like, this also happens to be like, if you hold it this way, it's an inch thick. If you hold it this way, it's a foot long. And it was like, they just had to pick sizes for things. So like, why not make them useful measurements?
1: Yeah. But then there's
0: things where they they like print a ruler onto something and it's like, okay, but I don't actually want a ruler. I just want like, I want a yardstick, quote unquote yardstick, something I can just hold and be like, yeah, it's about a foot kind of thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want a ruler. I I want want a toaster oven. (laughs) (laughs) no see a toaster oven is exactly the kind of thing they would put a beer opener on the side of it. it's like i'm not making toast and <laughs> drinking beer at the same time you are living your life incorrectly <laughs> um okay i you know i, I agree thing, things that are so yeah. back to original, so here, here's
2: an example of exactly what i'm talking about just to find, just to hammer this home all right we have a stroller uh for our baby and Hopefully. i don't know why i clarified that but <laughs> it's, i have that, a stroller that's for stuff. my wife yes <laughs> and uh so as you're like Piloting the stroller, you have like a console in front of you where you can like store stuff, mm. and there's like a couple cup holders and stuff like that. There's a little compartment that you open with a lid, and my wallet fits perfectly in that compartment. And then at the front, there's another little compartment that opens, and my phone fits perfectly in that compartment. Mm. So it's just like there's a little a little place for all of my shit to live when I'm doing yeah. stu- when I'm pushing you the have stroller. A
3: baby wallet though, it's an itty bitty wallet.
2: It doesn't fit. It fits with some space around so that like not like giant woman purses would fit but like you know that Mm -hmm. sounds Is that no i'm offended
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay non-gender specific giant wallets wouldn't fit
2: (laughs) non-gender specific purses i I know
0: i know some guys who carry some like absurdly overly full wallets oh yeah that would not not at all fit in that opening the european men's satchel (laughs) okay that that does actually that kind of annoys me in some way a similar thing about design where there are things where they've just attached a particular product or particular like functionality, quote unquote to something because they can like, uh like a whole bunch of backpack i own three backpacks and they all have a little pocket on the outside that's like this is where you put your music device and it's got a little like port <laughs> yeah, that you put yeah. your and i was I,
3: just about to bring this up i yeah.
0: have never once thought to myself man i wish i had a pocket just for like where i could put my music device that <laughs> yeah. had a port for the for my <laughs> headphone cord to go yep. through and yet, and yet it's on every backpack i know I it's know. like why is this a thing that's designed everywhere and jackets too i was gonna say the yeah.
3: jacket one that really irritates me is the the cell phones and they make them for like the really old nokia phones in, yeah. in modern jackets and it's like no one's phone is that small anymore but, no one's phone fits in this hole but life
2: hack your phone fits in the cd player con- compartment
3: oh good <laughs> cd player compartment
2: for your disc man you can put your phone in there
0: oh yeah no that that annoys the heck out of me and it's 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 annoying because there are so many like uh, application specific things that i would like to have pockets for Mm -hmm. that are not that like that doesn't make any sense for that particular application yeah i have one more uh peeve that occurred to me we kind of got off the hold on we kind of got off the whole like explaining understanding why they did that
2: oh yeah well they did that because that was the hip and cool thing to do at the time yeah and they're
0: just out of touch yeah okay
2: yeah technology moves faster than backpack industry moves (laughs) (laughs) okay especially because everyone has a backpack that they've had for like 10 years no one has like I got this backpack, backpack, backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I got this backpack last week. It's the cutting edge of backpacks. <laughs> That's
3: true. Everyone, yeah.
2: Backpacks don't necessarily, not the thing that you like go through on a regular basis necessarily unless you're really hardcore.
1: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I've, I've, actually it reminds me of two. My first one is that I have a bag that isn't a backpack, it's a shoulder bag. And it has similar compartments and little storage things and devices. But nowhere did they explain what they're for. So mm. it has like a Velcro strappy hook thing. And I'm like, I don't know what this is for. It's inside. It, it's to hold something. And then there's like another thing over here. And I'm like, maybe I can put my sunglasses here, but I don't really know what that's for. Like there's a whole bunch of like attachment mechanisms and places that are obviously designed for a purpose, but I have no idea what the purpose is. And nowhere was it documented
0: how that is supposed to be used. Hmm.
3: That's irritating.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, th- th- this hits on a, on, a, on a general trend that I find annoying. Okay, again, I, I like – this is good having things that are in two ways. I, I absolutely love things that are added onto a product that actually make my life easier. Like if, for instance, a lot of things that come like bundled with like the Chromebook, there are a lot of little like apps and things that are in there that make – I really like the way that it handles my data. But I hate bloatware and there's a really fine line between yeah. those two things. Yep um and that sort of applies generally to hardware as well like i went if i want i want a swiss army knife i really like the the old like the traditional swiss army knife and there's maybe one or two more things i'd like on it but i find those the ones that the knives that turn into pliers they are always (laughs) they're always terribly designed they're not good knives or pliers
2: yeah, they usually hurt you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that drives me completely nuts. It's like, uh oh. you've 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 taken two good things, jammed them together, and made something that is good at neither. Yeah. That's fair. I have one final
2: perky happy thought to apply, Warm fuzzy. to apply to this topic, which is uh I do like it when you have something and you go to use it in a very particular situation and discover that it has a feature for that you didn't know existed. So like I had – like the only example I can think of on the top of my head is I had a snowboarding jacket and I discovered one day when I wanted somewhere to put the little like lift ticket that there was a little lift ticket holder that was hiding like underneath one of the pockets that had like huh. a, a little like pull extendo like zip zoop thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> zip <Zip-zup> zip <Zip-zup laughs> thing. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. So you could just like snap it on and be like – it was great.
3: You have to make the own sound effects though.
0: <laughs> it, it's actually yeah. completely
2: silent, but <laughs> there's a voice box that makes it for me. <laughs> but the, uh, it was cool to like, ha- to like be in a situation where I'm like, man, I wish I had a,
1: <gasps> it's here. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: that That is quite satisfying. Yeah. It's like when you discover pockets. Hmm. Like an extra pocket. You're like, it'd be nice if there's a pocket here than there is. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. I never have that at all.
0: Oh, yeah. My it wife has that all the time.
2: She'll really? buy a dress and just, and like be wearing it for like a, a couple of days. And all of a sudden be like, oh, this dress has pockets. See,
3: that <laughs> happens with dresses. Like there's more often dresses in our pockets and dresses than there are in like women's pants. Typically.
2: That's weird. Why would you
3: women's do that? Women's pants often don't have pockets. Or Everything they, should like, have pockets. I know.
0: We had that. We had this discussion the other day that we were like my, then at the time, like three month old son had a pair of shorts with more functional pockets on it than my wife. The most pants. Stupid.
3: It's for all the stuff he needs to
0: carry. I know. He had like, he had like a cargo pocket for a soother, a cargo pocket for sort of, like see, his that's like, why, teething ring. That's
2: why the marijuana industry was great. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, because everything that was designed for like skaters like five, ten years ago had stash pockets everywhere. <laughs> like the, the tongue of your shoes had the stash pocket in that's it. True. And like, like there were pockets all over the place. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was the best segue. Actually, I think we should cut that right. (laughs) uh, uh, No explanation. (laughs) My baby's pants have a lot of pockets. That's why the marijuana industry is great. (laughs) End of episode. Do
2: you want to cap it off with, with one final thing that makes you happy? Like example of something that makes you happy as an engineer? Like a thing where you look at it and you're just like, this is this is a nice thing. This is a, this is a thing that I wish I had made because it's nice and it's well done. It's it's it makes me happy in my engineering place.
0: Okay, can we can we have like if, can we edit it a few moments of silence while I think about this? I need a good answer. <laughs> uh,
2: I was thinking about it for a while, but my, the problem is the one I like makes me angry, so I don't know if I want to use it.
0: What? <laughs> it makes you angry that you didn't think of it. Is that
2: the? No, it makes like I don't like it. But I like the way it is aesthetically. Like okay. I, I like the way it looks and feels, but I hate it as a thing. I think that you have to you have to say that one now to, yeah. because yeah. I I need to know For Apple okay. TV.
0: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. the
2: last the last Apple TV mm-hmm. as a as a physical thing. I I like the weight of it. I like the rubber bottom of it. I like the plastic they used. I like the way that the lights look when you turn them on the way that they put the logo on it. Like I I like it as a, it's a beautiful thing. You like
0: it as a sculpture, not yeah. as a piece of technology. As an aesthetic
2: piece of of technology that has a, that does stuff. I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But as a, even the cable, like the power cable is a really nice material. It plugs in really satisfyingly, mm-hmm. but it's just as a, a product, I despise it. Okay. That's well, interesting. Despise it, is
0: too strong a word. It, it annoys me. It It, it is. Uh, there are things about it that bother me as well. Um, a thing that makes me like crazy happy, like I, I deliriously happy is the, it doesn't have to be particularly for me, it's Google photos, but it's the fact that I can now very easily like my wife and I, and anyone else who takes pictures of my baby can just be like, I'm going to put all those photos onto a share and everyone gets to see them. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly the thing that you always wanted to be able to do with photos. And now it's like effortless. And the search is fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's just. And I know, and I realize how complicated a problem that is, like moving that data around and yep. syncing everything and yeah. being able to like sort things by, fo- like photos by date and all the stuff you can do with the photos is amazing. I don't even use like half of the functionality in, in any of this software, but it already, it does, ex- it fills exactly the use case that I need, yep. which is I need to be able to see pictures of my baby when I work. I'm going <laughs> to
2: plus one Simons. That, yeah. That's a great, it's a great, great tool. Mm-hmm.
0: And, it, and I, th- I think I... I like to think maybe it's like elitist of me, but I like to think that I have a greater appreciation for being able to do that because I realize how complicated an engineering problem that is.
2: Just the search is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I, really I can't fallow. even, I can't even begin to fathom how you put together a system that can take almost, almost at like random words and phrases and apply them to a collection of photos. Yeah. Like almost perfectly accurately. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. crazy.
0: Anyway, but like even, but just, just purely the sync, just the ability yeah. for multiple devices to push images in basically real time up to yeah. a, to a database and have them sync. So you're like, ping, your wife added two pictures of your baby. Yeah. And then you're like, yay, pictures of my baby. All right, Abby, you're on the spot.
3: Who, I don't know. Mine also might've been Google, but then I feel like that's lame following <laughs> up on your Google.
0: <laughs> it's all right. I'm sorry. We can edit all the silence. Don't worry.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that.
0: It could be like I really like an umbrella that has a really satisfying thunk when it opens, kind of thing. Or even just something that d- was
2: designed elegantly. Like the classic example would be a doggy door, but that's a stupid example. But like something that's just like it's—it's so, it's so like simple. Doggy doors—they're dumb. It's so simple and yet so perfectly effective.
3: How is doggy door elegant?
2: I know there's a dumb example.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like grabbing this from a no, textbook. No, 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 no like, I, just... I've
2: heard that referred to as like the example of an invention. That everyone that's only obvious after it's been created. Mm-hmm. They always just like like doggy doors. Who would have thought that a door in a door would be another great thing to have? And then someone put a door in their door and everyone's like oh, my dog can go through that. It's it's a dumb example.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good outtake. I like that. That is a good outtake. <laughs>
3: Again, I think the only thing that really kind of, not the only thing, but one of the things that makes me happy off the top of my head, I think would be kind of echoing Simon is um Google services, particularly just the, like, actually how much Google knows about me. I think I really like, which I think freaks people out.
0: We talked about that in the, like, the excited about future.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but I like that it knows when I'm going on a plane and it can give me all that information and, oh, my gate was updated and it tells me before the airline tells me. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I like stuff like that.
0: Where it's like verging on personal assistant. Like,
3: yeah, it does feel very personal. You probably need to know this
2: just in case.
3: And it's like, oh man, thanks. Thanks Google. Thanks Google. I had a perfect
2: example of that when I was on a trip recently where I got to the hotel and I walked into the hotel, it was like a Hilton Mm. and I was like Hilton honors. I have Hilton honors. Mm. And she's like, do you know what your number is? I'm like, I have no idea. So I went to the inbox app and I started typing Hilton and at the top, it was like, are you looking for your Hilton honors number? Here it is. I'm just like, <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> Google's in my brain. It Actually, was amazing. Like it had a little t- card that appeared. It yeah. was like,
0: this is your Hilton honors number. It
3: knows what you're yeah. looking for. It's phenomenal.
0: Actually, I really like that's an To expand on what you're saying, I really like that now Google, when you ask it a question, It gives you, generally it'll give you the answer in the top of the Google bar without you having to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It'll like, it'll scrape Wikipedia or it'll scrape like something and be like, this is probably the answer to your question. I know. If it is, then you don't have to go anywhere else. That's good. I'm going to, I'm going to round out
2: our Google is wonderful. (laughs) All all hail Google. (laughs) By by just as a pure uh, side note, it, I was very happy with the redesign they just did on Google fonts, the website. They just redesigned the look and feel of the website, and I think it's beautiful. That's all. I don't think I've ever been to Google Fonts. No. It's a wonderful place to get free fonts. It's a wonderful world of font faces. If you ever do web development, it's the place to go because they're the fonts are free. They're they're appealing, like they're graphically well designed, mm-hmm. and you can link to them directly from your code. You don't have to actually have the, they don't have to have the font installed. You can actually put in your website, go get this font. I enjoy oh. that people make fonts. I like that, yeah.
0: It's that it's a thing that people still do. Mm -hmm. People are making typefaces.
2: There you go. We rounded out our our trifecta.
0: All right. Making fonts is fun. Fun with fonts. Fun with fonts. (laughs) Fonts. Fonts is one of those words, if you say it enough, it sounds funny. Fonts. Fonts. Fonts.
3: (laughs) Sounds like there should be a Z in there. Or a C E.
0: Funts. You should name your next Funce. child Funts. Funts?
3: Oh, you know what? I don't <laughs> like, mind it as a name it's, now. It's, it's, it's yeah. like, Funce. it's like, Funce. it's
0: like Hunts only with an F. Yeah, with an F. <laughs> this is my son Funts. I don't know. Hello I don't...
3: father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to take out the garbage? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
3: getting offensive.
2: <laughs> I'm German, I'm a lad <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's racist. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what the hell garbage is anymore uh, I don't remember
0: <laughs> Oh, that's going to bug me Why does our podcast become so much more of a train wreck in the last Whatever, it doesn't matter when the last five minutes happens Okay, Google <laughs> But whenever we get the last five minutes,
2: okay, everything falls to pieces what's, what's garbage in German? How to Germany <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, Google Google, we were just talking about how great you were this was your moment to shine. Mule. yes. What? Mule. M U
2: L L. So the the mule toner is your garbage can. Anyway, <laughs> we are <laughs> fun fact
0: of the day. We're over there now. <laughs> All right. We've we've been off base for a while. We're yeah. some we're somewhere up near like the hot dog stand. I'm assuming we've adventures. ended like minutes little... ago,
2: and we're just chatting. I think we I think we're going <laughs> to. When would it
3: have ended? I don't
2: know. <laughs> About the... <laughs> like back back when half an hour ago, I was like. Marijuana industry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I might cut it there.
0: Or or uh, just, like, rearrange that. I, I might know. also
3: add maybe 30 seconds of silence there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll continue with the podcast. <laughs> Some well-placed
0: crickets. <laughs> yeah. People will think it's over and wonder what the <laughs> hell's going on. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. We don't really have a wrap-up. It's never really worked. So we, we, we usually do well with the sudden, just sudden ending. <laughs> it's yeah. All, it's
2: also, well, I mean, we can just do, like, a final... Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you like it because we do still. No, we do. I like it. I, I make it happy. This. Yeah, I make it I mean, happy. I, I... Make, I make it happy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy and I make it happy.
1: All right.
2: <laughs> okay. No, it's good. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for lending us your ears. You do not sound ears.
3: enthusiastic at all. <laughs> oh. that Thanks, you,
2: guys.
0: That you have to cut and, the... we have, and we have to do it again. All right. The, la- the last warm and fuzzy thing. Is I enjoy podcasts. Yeah. Like this podcast. And our listeners. And people who listen to podcasts. Yeah. Like me. Genuinely
2: makes me very warm and fuzzy. When when you see the the little like splined uptick
0: in your listenership, you're just like, Uh, (gasps) people like hearing the words that we make. Hopefully. Hopefully they're not just subscribing and then never listening to it. Well,
2: after this episode, there's going to be a very nice sinusoidal downtick. <laughs> <in> our- <laughs> we will return, we will, we will return,
0: we will regress towards the mean. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. Thanks. Uh, thank you. And Thanks guys. Keep listening thank and we you. will yeah. keep making sounds like this. And yep. if you
2: want to yell at us, we have social medias where you can do so. If you want to know how to, how to contact us, listen to one
0: of our previous episodes. If our pet, if our podcast is a pet peeve, <laughs> <laughs> talk to Pete. <laughs> Actually, no, that's good. That's a, that's a good way to wrap up. If you, if you have a, a pet peeve or a podcast, pet peeve, a podcast, no, not, not just about podcast. it's just like in general. Our podcast. Well, it doesn't have to be a podcast. If people have like, like, (laughs) it (laughs) does! Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, I, I'd like to know if other people have things that 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 fall under the category of what we were discussing about. Yeah, we want to talk
3: to the community.
0: Yeah, if you have things that, that annoy you specifically because you're an engineer or because of your engineering knowledge or that you really like because mm-hmm. you're an engineer or because of engineering knowledge, we'd like to know because they're fun yep. and things that make you happy will make us happy.
2: Also another call out to the world. If you are an engineer, uh, we'd like to know what motivates you. We'd like to know why you get, get up and go to work in the morning and what makes you excited to start the day and
0: do engineering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a future topic of ours yeah. is why why we do why we get up in the morning and go to work?
1: Yeah,
3: with I might bright eyes an and bushy
0: tails. Yeah, yeah. We should do it legit.
3: A legit survey.
0: And send it to if you want to answer the all survey. our
3: fans.
2: <laughs> well, how <laughs> no, we'll sur-
3: <laughs> over social media? Oh, oh we
2: put it on the website. Yeah. yeah,
3: and we have a website. Yeah.
2: Okay, link to it on like how do you engineer? Smoke? That's a website. Yeah, or how do you, engine how, other how do you engineer
3: other places? How do
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pinterest is coming back. Is it? Yeah, they bought Instapaper. They're in, they're they're out in the up and up. You got to get back on Pinterest.
3: Are were they ever down?
2: I don't know. I but know. they're up now. I use Pinterest daily. Okay. Yeah, but
0: that's because you're planning a wedding. Yes. Okay. That doesn't really count. Well. Because okay. because once you're done planning the wedding, you will stop using Pinterest. Yes. Until you have a baby. Well, I only use Twitter because I have a podcast. Yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we have been wrapping up for 10 minutes. <laughs>
0: No, we're just making. At this point, we're just making extra work for Abby to like edit this episode.
1: <laughs> jerks.
0: Hi,
2: future Abby. How are you feeling? Are you thirsty? <laughs> would you do? You wish you would shut up already. <laughs>